petition. Contigo yo seré. I will be with you. Me decía con pasión. He would tell me with passion. Announce my gospel. Announce my gospel. The same hymnist again in the 1950s. What were you thinking? Lorenzo Salazar. And what was happening in your heart when you penned the words, the world needs Jesus. But why should I tell you? You're busy with no time to spare. They're dying without him. Who's known by just a few? How long then this thought can you bear? Jesus who died for you and me on the cross, he died for your neighbor too. How can you live without a burden for the lost? May God have mercy on you. Millions are dying towards God to heed their call, hoping their lives will be spared. Who then would dare to redeem their precious souls if only someone like you would care? And then sometime during the 1970s, from our sister church, the United Pentecostal Church in that, at that time. This one would take me to the altar when I was very poor. I was so poor, I didn't even have an R at the end. It was just poo. <laughs> but there was a reason for that. There was a reason for that. And on Friday nights when everybody else would go out to eat and Couples would get together to go fellowship and go out to dinner. And they're in the San Diego area. Either go downtown San Diego or go to Tijuana, the Taquitos. I mean, we just had blessings to the north and to the south. But Rachel and I didn't have much money. And we would take our three children and lay out a big blanket at the church altar. Nobody else there. And we would weep. And we'd put on these back then cassettes. And we'd pray for the burden the burden. You, you may remember the song. There is peace and contentment in my father's house today. Lots of food on his table. No one is turned away. There's singing and laughter as the hours pass by. But a hush comes of singing as the father sadly cries. My house is full. And pastors, that's what we all want, isn't it? And it's a good thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. There's no pastor that wants an empty house or spaces in the pews. We want the house full. We want to have to open up sections and build balconies and have two services, and that's okay. But while we're looking at the house that's full, God's looking at the fields that are empty. Who will go and work for me today? It seems my children want to stay around my table, but no one wants to work in my fields. And then the writer gives us a, an instruction, a command, a directive, if we would take it. Push away from the table. Look out through the window pane. Just beyond this house of plenty 
and my house and your house and your house. Just beyond lies a field of golden grain. And it's ripened to harvest, but the reapers, where are they? Singing, speaking in tongues, rejoicing, rejoicing evermore. We've been saved a hundred times, a thousand times. Let's keep singing. Let us keep having these important meetings, whether here or wherever else they might spring up. But let us not forget the underlying purpose why we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I am in fear that the generation coming behind us will think the Holy Ghost is just a shout and sing and dance about. That's not what it's for, necessarily. We can enjoy it, and I believe that's a, that's, a, that's a secondary, that's a byproduct, that's incidental too, and let's enjoy it. Please keep singing, and dancing, and shouting.